podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey, it's the podcast guy. Something I talked on on podcast. It's the Southern Podcast. Welcome to another episode of Sutton United Talk Time on podcast. It's the Sutton Podcast in association with Lucky Star Gin. I'm your host, Mike, and with me today, I have got Claire and Dan. Hello. 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 We are doing a double header. We're going to talk about Mansfield, I suspect, briefly. And then we're going to talk about Wimbledon, I suspect, in a little bit more detail. I don't know how it's going to go. I'm not predicting the future, but that's just my predictions today. (laughs) And then we're going to look forward to Gillingham away, which we probably wouldn't have said if you... 24 hours ago, I guess. It's about 24 hours ago when I said that. Um, don't forget the engagement is important. Like, follow, share. Um, let me know what you think of the new player ratings thing that I've just tried out. Um, it's already quite interesting that after a win, the ratings are significantly higher than they ever were <laughs> after a loss. Um, tell me what you like, what you don't like. Um, and it's that some podcast on all the social medias. We will say hello to Claire. We haven't seen you on the show for a little while. It no. Was... Mid August, we were all full of optimism and joy. <laughs> and <laughs> have you been? Um, probably not full of optimism and joy, um, uh, but probably quite frustratingly, I suppose, um, in the complete antithesis to, to Dan's kind of views in the last few weeks, I probably have still erred on the side of everything's going to be fine. And I think I've probably been driving everyone mad by going, it's going to be caught, it's fine. Like I just I know it's going to be okay. Um, and on one level, that's possibly blind optimism. Uh, but on another level, um, there's just something in me that just kept telling me that everything was going to be okay. And maybe this is all part of the process. Um, and, you know, it's building towards that okay bit and it had to happen. Uh, but yeah, it's been... Um, been an interesting few months hasn't it since uh since august um and uh yeah i i think probably riding high on yesterday's feeling is probably uh making things a little bit uh nicer than maybe they have been in uh in recent weeks and months I've seen you probably more than family in the last month. Um, thank you for so often. <laughs> Can't get rid of me. Um, no, it's, it's lovely. And I had the perfect intro for Dan because we were going to do a podcast over against Maxfield and it was like, okay, let, let's try and think of a way to do this. I'll grab people in the bar. And then I realised I couldn't be asked to just edit it together. It wasn't that we lost. It was just like, I was like, hang on, I'm going to have to do a lot of work here. And Dan said, why don't you just do a double header? I was like, that's a good idea, Dan. He said, who's on? You are. Um, so 
he said he didn't like coming on after a loss, so we thought we'd do it that um, he'd come on after two losses, and then those bastards went on one, and they ruined my intro. <laughs> but also, Dan, it's your 20th appearance today. Oh! So, um, congratulations, commiserations. I don't know which one's which, but um, well done. <laughs> do I get another, like, badge um, or anything? Is this next, the next? Absolutely nothing worth discussing. So I don't get another badge. It'll be something. So again, we do badges. Have I gone? Yeah, yeah. No, as Claire said something, she was complaining. Um, has he overtaken me? What? Twenty yeah. appearances. Yeah. Yeah, because you haven't been Sorry. on since August. So just, just, I know I was ill a few times. Oh, I got got to start <laughs> raising the game. I was at the top of that table, then. Exactly. Sorry. You were indeed, yeah. Yeah, so I, I, I don't <laughs> um, get another badge then. Not, not yet. I'll, I'll think of oh. another a thing at some point. Yeah, there'll okay. be something, but it won't be for 20. Yeah. All right, um, fair enough. Anyway, um, get your tickets for Gillingham, because obviously we're going to win that as well. Um, so um, and I think there's none on the, on the, on the day. And I don't think there's a coach going to that one. Because um, not enough people put the coaches. If you want to get on coaches, book it early. Um, but... Um, Anyway, yeah, that was about it, really. Um, we, oh no, on this day, twenty years ago, I could not find the t-shirt. I turned this house upside down. I know I've got it. I put it somewhere safe last year, thinking I won't wear it this year. I'll wear it next year when it's twenty years. I can't find it anywhere, um, but it is in this house somewhere. Um, twenty years ago, we beat Carshorton in. Um, well, Dan described it as Boxing Day massacre at the time. But I do think Jared's uh, demolition derby probably goes a little bit better. Sorry, Dan. Too obvious. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, but you, more and more people seem to have gone to that game as the years pass by. I, I know we were. <laughs> <laughs> do you have any memories of the game? Because aren't we you? Uh, I don't have many memories of the game. I know I was there. That's uh, key to it. I'm not just one of those people that said I was there. I was definitely there. Uh, I was a mere 16 at the time, uh, which um, probably excuses myself. I, the, are you trying to do the maths? Um, yeah, uh, I think it was just pure elation. And it just got kind of ridiculous at one point because I think you just started to think... Um, Oh, it's nice to beat them, isn't it? And you've got a couple and then it just got a bit obscene. Um, and it did feel like um, we probably could have had more than six was probably my vague recollection. Um, I was probably somewhat over the moon because my favourite players at the time were Matt Fowler and Paul Honey. So uh, they were on the score sheet. So that was uh, enough to make me happy for another week. But um, yeah, I don't, I can't tell you exactly what happened because it was 20 years ago. Dan's probably got more of a forensic memory of it than I do. But I struggle to remember what happened last week, um, mainly because I'm just blocking it out now. <laughs> <laughs> Dan, what were your memories of? I started reading the blog earlier, but I thought I'd read it in the last hour before we got me started. But um, hey, uh, but oh, um, <laughs> that's my thought as well. Um, yeah, I, 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 it was yeah, it was an odd day that actually because they were on, they were flying at the time, and we'd only just really looked like we got together. So it was one of those ones. It was a uh, you always hope you do well in your local derbies, and that one was, a, 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 shall we say, a, a very nice surprise on the day. Um, just yeah, scored early and just kept going. I think we hit the post twice, the woodwork twice. I think we missed a penalty as well, if I remember correctly. 
So yeah, we could have had like loads on the day. Um, but yeah, even we were going out like, back to the pub afterwards, going, "Cool, they were so shit." Even Paul Honey scored. Um, <laughs> I you know, and like that. God, hard. God, God bless him. We used to love him. I loved him to bits as well. Very uh, proper, just crashing midfielder in there but he rarely scored but when he did they tended to be pretty memorable so yeah i just remember it being a first time volley from the edge of the box well please stole my thunder i remember absolutely nothing about it and this is why <laughs> this is why we do the podcast literally the day after because once it goes past a few days I, the game's gone i don't know what the hell is we're talking about <laughs> so I love it when people can. I'm not taking the piss. I love it when people can go back and go. Oh yeah, this game, 1985. I remember this. The lineup, who scored, who hit the post. I'm like, I, I, genuinely, I don't know if that game took place. It's only the fact that you told me. I believe you. <laughs> and, <laughs> and you bought a t-shirt about it. I bought a t-shirt. I remember that. I remember Nick trying to uh, sort of be your security when I went to get the t-shirt. Yeah. The first kind of time I went to, 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 to interacting with you guys was. Have a tea. Um, I'm looking for tats. Who are you? <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't remember anything about it. Um, so on that note, let's talk about Mansfield because <laughs> I don't know much about that either. Um, Jason obviously his, his first game into in charge. Um, he mixed things up a little bit, slightly different formation, which is clearly quite interesting for a lot of us um, because we're like, oh, hang on a minute, what's happening here? Um, <clears throat> He went with a bit of a unique two fullbacks in the back. Um, not sure if that's a new sort of a new thing or is it just literally the bodies? I think it might be just the bodies. Um, some sort of differences in personnel as well. So, I mean, what, what, what do you guys think of the game? I mean, we will, we will kind of pass through this quite quickly, but um, to start with you, what, what kind of uh, thoughts did you have on the Mansfield game? I mean, it's a difficult one because um, they, they did well anyway. They're, they're they're a good side, so it's difficult for us to, to judge how we played. Yeah, I mean, I mean overall, I mean the effort, there was effort there. I mean, the, the performance generally was much better than recently. Um, we we looked just a bit more up for it and a bit more involved and a bit more competitive. Um, I, I liked what Jason tried to do. I think he just tried to keep it solid. You know. With five across, what looked to be five across the middle, but I mean, I'm not surprised he made the change at halftime because Ngessen and Coley had absolute shockers first half, and probably their worst games for us this season. So he was kind of forced a little bit into rejigging again, and just went back to what we know with four four two. I think I don't think anyone expected a win. We created a couple of okay chances on another day. He could have nicked something, but. Um, but they looked a good side, but they didn't do masses with it. Um, I think probably there were only two serious chances they scored from. So, yeah, it was one of those things. I don't think anyone was particularly surprised by the result, but I think it was more the we got a little bit of a reaction after the eight 0 and we looked a little bit more cohesive. So that was something. Yeah, yeah, with said similar. I think kind of going into it. Um, I had a, I didn't really know what to expect. I thought like it was, you know, it's either going to be a, uh, a slight step change or just more of the same. And it did, I think, with the bodies available, yeah, there was that slight more kind of bit of enthusiasm there and a little bit more um, effort, it felt like. But it didn't feel like it was massively groundbreaking in any way, shape or form. And I think, you know, 
from a fan perspective, we'd all felt like we'd had a pretty rough week anyway. So um, can't envisage that that they maybe have felt much different, um, um, although maybe they don't have the same emotional attachment to things as, as we do. Uh, being football fans, we're an odd bunch. Um, but um, yeah, it was... I optimistically thought to myself, okay, well, if we could come away as a nil-nil, that'd be nice, wouldn't it? But um, I didn't realistically think it was going to happen. Um, uh, yeah, it just felt gradually like maybe something might have changed. And I think in the in in a hindsight, knowing what we know happened yesterday, you do feel like it was it was part of a process. Um, but just looking at it on its own, yeah, I didn't feel. It all just felt a bit flat. I think the mood generally. Uh, around the game, mm-hmm. around the club, before the game, after the game, everything just felt really, really flat. Um, and um, it was nice not to to feel completely broken afterwards. But it, yeah, it just felt a bit like, meh, I'm glad that's done. Can we just get Christmas done now? I think was a, that was the mood I felt generally. Yeah, I had a little worry um i know we're not like that but i did have a little worry about the sort of the welcome some of the players could have got um i did wonder would there be some booze because there was quite a lot of uh, directed towards them um but you, you mentioned about the players seem to just go okay crack on and someone that actually said that to me is like it's just so bizarre all the, the non-football people are kind of walking around really sort of oh god this is terrible and all the football side has all just gone okay we've got a game on saturday crack on and it's just like how can you just get on with your job? And it's like, um, so it's, yeah, I think, I think in some respects, that's a little bit of a credit to the way that the management of this team operate. Uh, it's, it's definitely what Matt would say. And, and Jason said it again yesterday, you take one game at a time. And mm. I think from, you know, us being football fans, we're all a bit doom mongery and we're looking at the table and we're thinking, oh, this is terrible and things aren't going to go the way we want them to go and 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 this is the end of something beautiful and all that kind of stuff. Whereas they're literally looking at it as 90 minutes, then another 90 minutes and, and maybe that's, you know, a better way of getting through things. And when something like what happened last week happens, it gives you more of an opportunity to kind of brush yourself down if you literally just look at those days in isolation. So um, maybe they were a bit more pragmatic about it than than we were. Um, but I don't know, maybe, yeah, maybe that's the difference between um, players and supporters. They've been paying for a job and we're paying for, yeah. as I said a few weeks ago, entertainment. Um, <laughs> <so>. Sure. <laughs> Um, but yeah, the player ratings, it, I, I, it was something that someone suggested to me ages ago and they, they set this whole little thing up and then they seemed to get bored setting it up for me and I didn't really think about it. And then I suddenly realised, actually, there's no reason why I can't do that myself. So I, I, I restarted it and, and they were brutal last week. They, they were absolutely brutal. Um, so mm. I was like, should, should I put this out? And it's like, well, it's not actually my ratings, so I, I'll, I'll put it out there and I'll see what happens. Um, two of the names you mentioned were two of the lowest scorers. Um, Dino, DT, I, I don't know what it was, but he seems to just go into let me keep doing the same thing over and over, kicking wise. Um, mm. But if I played golf and I get slicing it off to the right, I'd go, I'm just going to position myself slightly differently and see if I can get it somewhere down the middle. Um, but yeah, he he, he come in for some stick last week. Um, mm. 
comments and lack of confidence, severe loss of confidence, haunted men. There was a, a comment. Someone said they play like haunted men. Um, and then there was comments about midfield. And um, it was, I thought, a little bit harsh with <clears> the <throat> same tactics as under Matt. We kind of discussed that it clearly wasn't the same tactics. Um, yeah. And there was limits on what we could do anyway. Um, and we need a new Bruman and manager ASAP. Um, but then that leads us into to Wimbledon, where obviously we needed a brand new manager, a brand new Bruman. We needed all these changes to happen. And we had a little lineup on this one. I got, I think, five out of six. It was, he threw us completely with the lineup at Wimbledon. Um, mm. Was anyone expecting? I mean, we had a rare start for Lee and a very first start for Tope. Um, were you expecting any of that massive changes? Claire, we'll start with you on this one. Um, or were you just going to think we'd have the same old? Um, I've been quite optimistic that um, Jason would do things differently. In a, you know, when you're an assistant, you do what you're told to do, don't you? And you probably put your two pennies worth in, but generally you're going along with the gaffer's decision and you you get a bit of input, but it's not it's not just it's not you driving the driving the bus kind of thing so um i did think that things would change slightly also optimistically hoping that some of these uh injured people might reappear at the not too distant future i hadn't really given much thought to kind of line up um i don't uh dabble in your lineup prediction because i would generally get it wrong or i'd just cheat because i quite often get to see the team sheet slightly before you do. So um, it's coming out the printer <laughs> in the office. So I'd do it in the last five minutes just for, for a laugh. So I hadn't really thought about it uh, that much, um, but was pleasantly surprised uh, discussing it uh, kind of uh, on the walk to the ground as to what that might mean and, and where it could potentially uh, push us somewhere in a slightly different uh, thing. And also thinking about, you know, we do a lot of... Um, uh, going to games, watching what the opposition are doing in the in the weeks leading up to it. So to have something slightly different gave us a little bit of me, a little bit of optimistic hope that maybe uh, that they wouldn't have seen what we were about to kind of the display that we were about to put on, which might have given us a slight advantage in some respects. Yeah, I mean, obviously everyone knows Love Matt completely, but that was one of the things you could literally, uh, you could pretty much name the starting 11 aside from injuries. And you mm. could tell when the substitutes were coming. You knew when we were going to play. And it's like, does anyone actually bother scouting us? Because there's, there's literally no no point because you know what we're going to do. And then there was quite a few times, I can't remember if it was tail end of last season, he said, oh, they, they lined up slightly differently to we did, so it threw us, or to we expected, so it threw us out a little bit. It's like, why don't we try this? Why don't we just try this and see what happens? Um, but Dan, what, what were your sort of thoughts on the lineup and um, Jason's sort of slight tweaks and changes? Uh, a couple, there was a couple of surprises because when we'd been at the Mansfield game on the Saturday, um, basically half the team injured had walked through the bar <laughs> pre-match. Um, and uh, that included Omar and Ben and both, you know, but basically it was there was chatter as, with a lot of the lads as they walked through, like, you know, how close are you to being back? And I think both Omar and Ben were both about a week or so. Um so I'm guessing they meant full fitness or they just didn't want to give anything away. But when they did, when they, you know, when Ben started, it was like, well, oh, really? Oh, okay, cool. Uh, and then we saw Omar on the bench. We kind of guessed what Matt, uh, sorry, not Matt, what Jason was going to do. 
um, where he was probably going to give a half each uh, just because, you know, they've been out a while each. Um, but yeah, it was, and it was also nice to see Tope get a start. Apparently, I think that was, he reckons that was his first league start for us, which was, a, which surprised a few of us. Um, but I thought, you know, he, I thought he gave us a, something a little different in that he didn't do a lot of, in an attacking sense, really, but he, he covered Jacko really well and worked hard and just kind of just gave us that little extra body in midfield to just, um, just to help us defend and defending numbers as well. So yeah, it it was it was nice. It was nice to see so many names we weren't expecting to be involved involved, and I think that gave a few people a, just a little lift as well going into the game. People saw the lineup and thought, oh, you know, we're not we're not playing two two fullbacks at centre back today, um, stuff like that. So I think that just gave everybody a little bit of a a little bit of a G up as well because it was like, well, okay, if 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 we can if this lot can you know we, we can get something out of this lot today we might we might get a result so yeah it was it was it was nice it was nice to see yeah i mean he's, he's going to be turning i think into a nice utility player where he's, he can play fullback as exclusively materials on the podcast and and both <laughs> wings and and up front as well so uh, we'll see if he can do a stint in midfield at some point um, <laughs> 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 we have a lot of goalkeepers um i mean there was a lot of obviously wimbledon being such a big massive club um, a lot of condescending comments. <laughs> Claire, I could have said that. I could have. I could have got away with it if you hadn't started laughing. Sorry. <laughs> um, a lot of condescending comments about how excited and happy we were to hold it with nil nil at half time. I mean, either they've not been paying attention, or they don't go to football at all. Because yeah, we were delighted and happy to be nil nil at half time. Um, but how, how was the first half for you guys? Um, Claire, we'll start with you on that. How was the sort of first half? Um, I mean, I was guilty of saying at halftime I'd take nil-nil. Like, I'd stop the clock now and I'd take nil-nil. Like, I genuinely would have walked by the point at halftime, even though I genuinely felt like we outplayed them in the first half. Um, and it felt like a completely, a complete gear shift, to be quite honest. Like, um, I turned to a couple of people I was with and was like, I, I, I don't know what who they are. Like, I don't know where that came from. It just felt very, very different. And it felt really quite promising. And there were just these these kind of these moments where you're thinking, where has that been all season? And I know that like the second half was definitely even better than that. But like the first half, you're just thinking to yourself, well, well, who are these guys? Like, why has this not been happening the whole time? And it's a it's a kind of a, a mixture of like uh, of of happiness about that, but also pure frustration of like you could have been doing this the whole effing time, and we wouldn't be quite as angry as we are right now. But it did; it felt nice um, in the sense of you know it's a, it's a difficult fixture, isn't it? There's this this uh, supposed rivalry, and um, you know you've not gone far down the road on Boxing Day, and you don't want to lose there because there's just there's something something quite uh, smug about walking away with, with points from that place um, or from them at any point, quite frankly. Um, but it did, it felt like a, it felt like a different team to me. Um, and um, yeah, as I said, I would happily have walked away at nil nil and said, let's call it nil nil. That's fine. Stop the count. Um, but um, yeah, it only got better, didn't it? Yeah. Uh, Dan, how were you at sort of half time at the nil nil? Were you one of the ones delighted? Yeah, I was, I was really pleased with the, I was a bit mildly disappointed we went in front because, as I said, as Claire said, I thought we first ten minutes was fairly even. 
both sides kind of fe- feeling each other out, you know, kind of getting a measure of each other. I think from about 15, 20 on, I thought we largely dominated the half. I mean, we created the two best chances. Um, they didn't really get going until like right on half time, like the last five minutes, they had a, a little flurry. But yeah, generally, I thought we we played really well. We'd been very compact, very solid. We hadn't given that. We hadn't made any stupid mistakes. No freebies. Um, yeah, we'd played as a unit. You know, like what we a little bit like old Sutton United of the last few years, where everyone played as a team. Everyone backed everybody up, and it it, it worked really well. Um, so yeah, I was I was really happy at halftime. Then I looked at results elsewhere and shit myself. <laughs> Because everybody else, everybody else was getting results. Everyone at like Forest Green were winning. Um, Tranmere was, I think Tranmere were just up on Salford, so that was okay. Colchester weren't, were holding MK Dons. I'm like, and it just wasn't, and, and we were looking like, oh God, this is, we've turned in our best performance for weeks. And here we are 12, we're going to be 12 adrift by the end of this. And it was just like, we need to nick something here. Second half. So yeah. It, it was good until I looked at my phone. <laughs> well, you, you've both kind of covered one of the questions I've got is uh, watching it back, obviously knowing the result. I, like, I do I do like watching the game back sometimes, knowing the result, because you can kind of see it a little bit differently. Mm. Was it that good or was it that bad? And actually it was like, we've, we've done really well. It did seem like it was quite a, a, an easy game. It wasn't easy, but um, it seemed like we dominated. And you've both confirmed that without being prompted. You both said, Actually, we felt oh, we were on top of this game. I, so. I think they were they were lucky that we only got one. There was definitely mm. moments when we should have got a, two or three, maybe. There was, I mean, a couple of scrambles in the box where uh, I think it was in the, uh, that might be in the first half, where it like bounced around from people. And there was just this moment of like, how did that not go in? Like, it just went off so many people. Um that there's the there were definitely several heart in mouth moments where you're like that should have been a goal as well. So if anything, I think you know we were unlucky not to have got more out of it than we did. Um, and um, I don't know about Dan, but when that board went up for eight minutes, I mean, I was like, oh, here we go. This is this is where we're going to go classic Saturday right, and we're yeah. just going to throw it away in like the 98th minute <laughs> when they just kind of oh yeah. I could not deal with those eight minutes. That really hurt my heart. My blood pressure is um, it's not my friend right now. Yeah. There, there was a moment there was I can't remember if we, we, we'd scored by then or not. Where, where Omar had a shot and almost knocked Joe out cold. Um, he stuck his head in the way and he said, "Oh, he was told that it was going in." But that's charitable, you know, just saying it was going in. It's like, well, you, you could have tried to stop it then. <laughs> <laughs> It's probably your job, do you know? Um, but and yeah, so he had a few moments. He did have an Omar moment just before our goal. I don't know if either of you saw it at the time or, or whatever. Yeah, he was right in front of us. Getting, yeah, he was getting a bit antsy with Harry. I didn't actually realise that Omar was. I thought he was quite big, and then we sat next to Harry. It was like, oh my god, he's so cool. Um, um, it was coming. Sort of, he was pushing and pulling. I think Harry kind of. Flung out his arm, which obviously when Harry does that, you're like, oh god, here we go. Um, and Omar was rolling around the floor. Now I know he did that for us. I know it's like when he did that for us, we're all giggling and laughing, so we can't really um, criticise it. But were you worried at that point, with Harry getting a card or? No, I. Th- mm, I th- no. I... You go then. 
That's all right. If you want to. No, I, I, I would. I think there's been a few comments that I've made afterwards about Omar that have really frustrated me. Like, I get that perhaps he didn't leave in a blaze of glory at the end of last season, but there was a lot of like. There's been a few criticism. I didn't agree with booing him personally. Um, he's still mm. you know, a member of our championship winning squad. Like, um, he's a nice guy when he was at our place earlier in the season. Like, he made a point of saying hello to people and stuff. Like, he's a nice guy. Um, he did a lot of shithousery for us, so it doesn't surprise me that he was being a shithouse for them. Um, I just thought it was, from my perspective, it was funny that he came up against probably our biggest shithouse these days. Because when he was, like, you know, lying on the floor being a bit of a tit... Um, Harry waved at the bench and started like gesturing for a sub and uh, I lost it at that point because that was hilarious I was like no uh, that was uh, yeah you can shit house all you like but we've got a bigger one now so it's not <laughs> a bigger one yeah. uh, six, <laughs> foot, like, six inches what, what were your thoughts on that Lily? I mean it was just a little basically he got a bit too close to to Harry and he gave him a little nudge back and he went down holding his side like he'd been punched or something so yeah it was just shit housery and he was obviously uh, we know we all know Omar I don't have like Claire I don't have a particular problem with the lad he, he left us because we didn't want him we didn't offer him a deal so you know it's not like he, he took it's not like he left for loads more money or anything so you know I, I'm a bit ambivalent towards it he did a lot for us that's fine I don't hate the guy um, but now, in a game like that, he's an ex-Sutton player, so there's going to be, there's always going to be that little, and we know he's a, he can be a bit of a pantomime villain sometimes with the, you know, the way he is, uh, the way he plays, he can, he can be a very physical player himself. So yeah, there was a bit of that going on, and of course, when he went down a little bit theatrically, he got a, a bit of a dog. I mean, a few of us gave him a bit for that, a couple of volleys, um, but yeah, Harry pointing down I mean you I don't, I don't think none of us were worried about Harry being in problem because the ref just came straight over and just like was like look lads pack it in um and, and I think he realized it was enough a bit of nothing um so yeah but Harry's little was was very funny um and then in the um I, I, I think he kind of got into I think he might have got into Omar's head a little bit because when when they then went back to lining up for the for the throw in that led to the goal, uh, Harry gave him a little switch on the top of the head, ruffled his, his his hair a little bit as well. And then as the throwing came in, Dion ran past into space and someone went with him and I think Omar just had kind of lost his train of thought for a minute because of what had gone on and he went as well. So suddenly the balls then come out and he's out of position. Harry's just thought, well, I can't do anything with that. And he's let it bounce. It's gone over his shoulder and uh, new Omar. Should we, let's, let's, do, we, do we call him new Omar or good Omar? I'm not sure. Um, he's shown he's there to just give a little, a little nod and it's in and it's a goal. And so, yeah, it was that, that was, that was, I think that was a perfect moment in the game. There was just that little bit of, Former player antagonism, a little bit of shithousery from our, our our new guy as well, and then it led to a goal. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, I'd actually written down it's backfired a little bit because it kind of he meant he was he did stay in position for for the goal. Um, mm. So yeah, you've kind of given us your thoughts on the goal. So from watching it, I couldn't quite tell if Harry had touched it or not. Um, no. Either way, I think Harry should get the assist because he went to get it. Then stopped, so it was like it bounced over. It's like if he had touched it, it wouldn't have happened. Um, but Claire, what were your thoughts on the goal? Oh, I just thought that was um, 
it all kind of happened in a bit of a blur like Dan talking through it then like I can I can now envisage it but at the time it just went uh through and then everything just went mental um and I can understand like if you read things when people will say oh you overreact when you score one goal and you celebrated like uh it was your cup final or something and actually like in that moment like it was just such a release of like we're battling for our lives here and actually you've turned up and you know what we want and that that is it and I, it just it it went insane like um I screamed so much I nearly threw up it was um it was a beautiful <laughs> moment um really was uh yeah just um just pure elation I think and watching uh them celebrate as well like it, I think it means as much to them as it as it does to us and I think maybe that we're all finally on the air on the same hymn sheet and it's, it's not to say that that's definitely the the turning of the corner but I'd like to feel like it's it's the start of a of a bit of momentum and you know we've got some some tough times ahead in the next few weeks we don't know what's going to happen we don't know who we're going to get we don't you know who's going to end up sitting in that in that dugout so it's um you know we've got a window coming as well so it's all going to be uh, an interesting January for us um but that just felt yeah pure elation um and what a way to spend boxing day it's always it's nice isn't it it feels like you, you get some really great presents on the day but boxing day three points it's, it's a good present it's a good, good gift yeah it is a different uh, um, i don't um, i'm old come on but um the social media thing of oh you can't celebrate celebration please and it's like you can't celebrate a goal when you've been shit for months. <laughs> you don't go if, you don't want, if you don't want to watch, celebrate goals, lads, go and just watch Premier League on telly and wait for VAR to decide everything. Yeah. You know, that's what it's about. So one of the reasons why we do it. It's, you know, why you stick at it, to be honest. One of the things that really made me laugh last night was, uh, um, obviously, we'd uh, gone home and uh, Paul had shared loads of pictures on social media. Uh, and uh, Sam Hart had put the celebration picture where he's like literally jumping on the top of them on his Instagram story and just captioned it, Wee! <laughs> which really made me laugh. <laughs> yeah. So, we, we saw that same one and thought, oh, he, he, we need to be careful there. He'll do a hamstring. Is he? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Couple of little little bits. So the final whistle, all the players stayed out um, and had a little huddle before they came over to give their thank you. That's that's, that's new. Um, uh, some naughty things. Tim made a comment about the flair and the chairs. Um, celebrate winning, please, but don't do it in a thing that we're going to end up getting fines or anything like that. Because uh, mm. one person did make me laugh. Going, no one has ever had a, a, a loss of points or a fine for flares or broken chairs. But, do you know what? I think I'll listen to the guy who deals with it rather than some random one on the forum. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, so, and then there was lots of weird little things about kids running from each other, um, which is like very green street. Um, it was it was an odd one because in some parts the stewards did really really well. Um, in that you know they made certain people go to certain blocks because that's where their tickets were, and they weren't letting people go to to things. Um, and it's frustrating when things get broken or when there are flares. Like we wouldn't have had eight minutes added on if we hadn't wasted three or four of them with them dealing with a the flare. Like your 
you're potentially costing us a game. Like that's bottom line. Um, if it happens in our house, it costs us money. Um, but there is also that angle of like, if the um, if some of the bits of the behind the goal hadn't been kind of four or five people deep in rows because people had actually been made to be in the seats they were meant to be in, things are less likely to get broken. So it's frustrating that it happens. But, you know, if you kind of keep your house in order a little bit, then uh, those things are a little less. Like, I'm not saying it's the shoulds fault because they have a very hmm. difficult job to do. But there is, you know, there's there's a bit of a balance there to be struck, isn't there? There's, there's, there's over exuberance and there's, there's uh, yeah. being delighted. And then there's like, oh, it's the second year in a row that women are going to be selling us a bill, thinking they're thinking chairs. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. They, they have a load of money. We don't want to be paying off their debts for them. Um, anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> Final whistle when um, I was messaged by a couple of people who, who were trying to say uh, start off a three point lane. I'm like, oh, I don't know what that works because it doesn't quite white heart lane, but um, I, I like it and it's normal service has been resumed, is where I went for because um, that's two years in a row. Oh, every year we played in the league, we've won at their place one nil. So we'll keep up that's a fine tradition and traditions must thoughtfully be maintained, I always say. Um, the team uh, ratings were much, much better this week. Um, Funny that, yeah. <laughs> Both Sam and uh, Harry came out at eight point four on average, and I went with Harry because I thought, oh, I'll do it. Whoever got the most tens, oh, you got same number of tens. Okay, whoever got the most nines is where I went for. So I only split them in that way. Um, but I think the worst or the lowest score was six point eight, which is almost one of the highest scores last week. So that, that tells you a little something. Um, comments were better, stunning. <laughs> This is one of the comments. Maybe the best performance of the year. Um, I, I, I don't know. I mean, we had, a lot of people have kind of pointed out, obviously, we, we battered Notts County. But I think even at the time, were we sure the performance was there? Or was that just like, a, what the hell happened? Um, but, um, it, it, yeah, it's definitely up there with the year. And I'm taking the year as 2023, by the way. Because it was one of the best performances <laughs> of 2023. Um, and... Uh, Sam, got a comment, Sam Clark Master, Sam Hart Masterclass, again, uh, is what someone said. And um, same again Friday, which leads us on to um, the Gillingham game. Uh, when they came to ours, they were grinding out their one deals and they were kind of in their zone of their fans going, well, we're playing rubbish, but we've been in games. We had a goal. That was disallowed and only watching it back and realizing what happened on I, I was like that should never have been disallowed and i kind of understand why it was disallowed but um scott was in an offside position then ran back and did a loop round and the linesman was coming and oh yeah he was offside and came on it's like it was a throw on he couldn't have been an offside position from a throw on even i know mm. that and i'm thick um but gillingham <laughs> there's no point trying to hide these things <laughs> um but they've been struggling recently. They sacked their manager because he got them to eighth. And they wanted to play better football. All up. And, yeah. <laughs> my heart bleeds. Yeah. And then they, they haven't got their better football. Um, but what do you think we need to do to, to, to get something from this game? Dan, we'll start with you. Um, what, what needs to happen for us? I mean, you, you quite simply, you have to kind of repeat the... The, the levels from yesterday. 
I mean, that needs to be kind of, and I mean, we said this, a lot of people said this after Wrexham as well, that we need that kind of uh, performance level way more often. Because um, it just, it shows that the side, what, what they can do. Um, and, you know, it'd be, it'd be nice to see what they can do when they get a bit of confidence back under their belt um, and can get some results rolling. So, yeah, we need to turn up and do the same job. We need to be solid. We need to be unified. Uh, again, no gimmies, no free gifts. If if someone's going to go and beat us, they have to go and beat us. It's just this season we've beaten ourselves so many times. Um, the, the, the original, the first Gillingham game being the one where we, we give them one chance and they took it and won the match. Um, so, yeah, I, I just, yeah, same same as yesterday. Turn up. Um, let's just be solid, no cock-ups, no mistakes, um, and let's see what we can nick, you know, if we, see if we can grab a goal and it gives us something to hang on to and something to play for then as well. Um, so, yeah, if they're having a bit of a tough time there, right, let's go there, let's put shift in and make it hard for them. Make them come and beat us. Oh, no, Dan Basic said everything. I was going to say, you know, you've got to build on what happened yesterday, same energy, same kind of commitment to it. And um, yeah, take advantage of the fact that they seem to be um, they seem to be struggling. I mean, I saw some comments from some of their fans on uh, on Twitter or X, whatever we want to call it these days. Uh, yesterday, that was basically like um, I think we'd said something on the official account about like you know go again on Friday, and they said um, all you got to do is turn up and we'll give you the points. So um, there's definitely uh, there's. There's some negativity in their camp. It's not like we haven't got some of that, but it would be nice to think that um, we could go there and make a, a show of it. Um, and I know that there are a fair few people who had no intention of going on Friday and uh, have since said to me, oh, yeah, we've got tickets for Gillingham now, we're going to go. So I, I think, you know, it's it's starting to change the mentality of some fans. So if we can... Uh, we can push for that, and and you know I hold my hands up. I was really thinking, oh, if we don't do a job on uh, on Boxing Day, I'm not sure I'm going to bother going to Gillingham on a fri- Friday night. No, um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, all for it now. Well up for it. So um, yeah, should be uh, if the same same again, please. I'll have another one of those. Yeah. What players do you think is going to make a difference for us? I mean, I'm already back in the side now. He hasn't exactly everything at the moment um, but it could be because he's been out of the side for so long um, but do you, do you think he's bubbling along or could he suddenly just go right here we go it's back, it's back, this is my game again give me the ball um, but or is there anyone else that you think is going to be a difference um i think uh i think one of the things that makes a massive difference uh not just <coughs> big time for dino is having ben there I think their partnership, and we discussed this quite extensively on the, uh, on Saturday night, uh, Dan and, and some others, about kind of what why is he not the Dina that he was before? And, and a lot of it comes down to yeah. having a solid defence gives him the confidence to do the things that he wants to do. And the, and the partnership that him and Ben have, um, you know, which is, you know, amplified by the fact that, like, they're clearly, like, really, really good mates as well. They they work off each other and and the little things that sometimes Dino misses, Ben is right there for, and, and it makes such a difference um, uh, in that regard. And I think you saw that the confidence in Dino yesterday was was a step change as well from kind of where he'd been 
uh, and the kind of the head drop um, the last few weeks or so. So, yeah, I think um, I think what we saw and with kind of people taking a half or getting slightly more than a half because of those ridiculous eight minutes, um, we're building on it. Um, it would be nice to have a headache of who do we play because we've got so many uh, people fit. <laughs> be in the squad and there were I think there were people yesterday that wanted to be in the squad that missed out so there's definitely um it's a nice headache to have isn't it um and a good problem for Jason to have to to solve as it were exactly and Dan um, you, you disappeared part way through the question but what players do you Sorry. feel that's right and um, could make a difference for us um, um is it just going to be a team effort I'd, I'd like to see I'd, li- I'd love to see Dom Gate get a run in the side I really would. I mean, his his performance yesterday was um, sort of for the about the hour he played was 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 very good. Um, and considering he's not had a lot of football, full stop, not even for us this season. So I think I think if he if we can keep him fit, I think he could be um, a big booster just because he just gives us that. He just gives us a bit more energy and he's he's just one of those lads who's just there popping around, just spoiling and trying to rob ball. And and that's something we have desperately missed this season. Um, with That was something Ali was very good at as well as, you know, giving us a little bit of an attack as well. But he was very good at just get, putting a foot in and nicking the ball off the oppo. And Dom Gate looks to be that kind of player. So I think he's he's someone we really need to sort of see in the squad a lot more regularly. Um, it'd be nice to see a bit more uh, Dion given a bit more of a a bit more of a start, um, but we'll, we'll have to wait and see. I mean, I, I don't know whether Jason will want to prefer uh, uh, Tope there, maybe to do sort of the job we spoke about earlier. Give us just give us a little bit more solidity in in, in the short term while we you know we get players back and we find our feet and try and get a run of form going. But yeah, I'd definitely like to see Dom Dom Gape a lot more if he can stay fit. <laughs> That could be our, the, the, almost our dream of Dom and, and Eastie alternating. <laughs> I think that I think getting yeah getting Eastie back in January and having if Dom can get fit like seriously match fit and get a run of games under his belt that would, could be a, a really good pairing in the middle, really good pairing. Yeah. Okay, so we are going to start heading towards wrapping this up. Um, I'm asking about predictions. Uh, Everyone loves predictions. Uh, so the code for the prediction league is up. So if anyone wants to join it, and it's a lovely, beautiful little code that I didn't remember I had a platform that done it for me. Maybe customize it and I've had it for about four years and forgot all about it. Um, but anyway, um, Claire, we'll start with you. What, what What's your prediction for the, for, for the game? Um, I think I'm going to go absolutely crazy here. And I'm just going to say we're going to go into it riding high built on confidence from yesterday and um they're just you know going to be sobbing in a corner somewhere and uh, we're going to nick it three nil nick it three nil <laughs> yeah, anything at this point feels like stealing dan quite frankly <laughs> okay at the rate we're playing the three nil surely it's rubbing or... <laughs> but, um... that's dangerously shellacking territory yeah, it is. <laughs> um Dan, let's hear, let's hear your wild prediction. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, I'm not going to be quite that uh, optimistic. I, I would definitely take a draw. I think a point away would be good. 
but if we can if we can put us there i think they're in a similar place that wimbledon were yesterday so i think if we can put a similar performance in over the 90 minutes just be big solid hard to beat um i'd take a draw but i'd love a, just again another little one nil just steal another little one nil would be fantastic because that's what we desperately missed this year we haven't been able to put two wins together um and just you know uh just put points on the board and if we get a win we're right back in it um yeah. with with regards to the bottom the bottom two so and it really closes that up again so yeah i'll i'll i'll, I'll take a punt on a one nil okay well i was going to go one nil as well just as a, a revenge for um the last time so, <laughs> I mean, i'm not quite as clear but hey i'm not just delusion uh, over here sorry as <laughs> much drinking i guess um but... sober. absolutely sober I'm just over as a stud. Anyway, <laughs> um, we're going to wrap it up. But before I start the little wrap-up thing, I, I, I do have to say, that's not a background of Claire's group. That's her tree. And that tree is lovely. Thank that's you very much. I take real pride yeah, in the true, Christmas yeah. tree. Yeah. I, I, I believe people will be able to tell. It's, it's, it's very, very nice. Um, I'll have a picture of that with the lights off. Just it yeah. looks like just lights. Thank you very much. Um, but yes, we're going to wrap up the episode. Um, as always, we appreciate your ear attention. I was drinking from my ear attention mug. If anyone wants the ear attention mug, oh, the light's shining. You can't see it. Anyway, um, as always, we appreciate your, um, your listening and your feedback. Uh, please like, follow, share on uh, some podcasts and all social medias. Uh, subscribe, give us some reviews, give us some likes. People have been liking on YouTube. I like that because I, I mentioned that people keep disliking the women's. Whenever I mention the women's football, people. Just a couple of people that just seem to dislike it. So other people have hit back and started liking them all again. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, um, thank you to our sponsor, Lucky Star Gin. Thank you to Claire and to Dan. Uh, thank you to listeners uh, for listening, putting up with my voice. Um, and we will be back on the days of getting thrown, because as Claire's already mentioned, it's a it's a Friday match. So it'll be the Saturday after the Gillingham match. Um, and we will have a little discussion of it. I'm not going to put it out on Movie Z. Don't worry, you don't have to do that. It'll be out on the Saturday. Um, so take care. Thank you all for listening. Thank you for being on the panel, guys. And we'll see you all soon. Thanks a lot. Bye bye. Sports Social Podcast Network.